Progressive Party. Wow, welcome, Wendy. Welcome, Robert. What what the heck, Wendy? Uh, <laughs> I have to congratulate you. Thank you. Do you know I'm congratulating you I, for? I am. Uh, I do. I do. I know. <laughs> Wendy, you're too young to retire, but uh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I just put in all my paperwork, sent my last emails, got all my ducks in a row, and I will be officially retired from my job. On uh, September 30th, Wednesday, wow. September 30th. That's so, awesome. That's seriously, month, so I'm serious, really excited. Yeah. Seriously awesome. On to new adventures. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, Congratulations, definitely. Wendy, on your retirement as oh, well. Thank you so much, Patrick. I really appreciate it. Right on, Patrick. Uh, so a lot going on. I mean, uh, the murder, another murder uh, since we've been on uh, of a uh, it's a brown ridiculous. color person, you know, it's just uh, what's going on here. And uh, well, and then- Jacob Blake, uh, I, I forgive me, I haven't even been on the news. I've been working all day, but um, is he? He's still in the hospital. He's still and, and paralyzed. paralyzed. And oh his mother uh, did an unbelievable uh, plea for not burning down, yeah. uh, burning down the city. And then, as we found too, she's uh, taking the high road. I don't know if I could be so. Well, passionate as her so and again you know we my we, prayers are with her and her family uh they arrested four more people that were burning down minneapolis and two of them were from outstate minnesota see that um so you know it's hard whenever uh things like this go on it's mm-hmm. like this we just had this 17 year old last night that i watched live on facebook uh, shoot people, uh, murder somebody in the head. And he was 17 years old and he came from Illinois. And uh, he's... An aspiring cop? Is that who you're talking about? Yes. Really? Yes. I heard about that as well. But again, I haven't been. Right. I haven't. Yeah. I mean, that was last night. It's just crazy. news. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. And I, uh, we have to take a deep breath all the time and uh, um, and take a deep breath. <laughs> cops need to stop killing black people. Well, I think, you know, and we have friends that are uh, in the police force. Yes. We have relatives that are in the police yes, force. Yes, we do. And it's, I, I think it's more like we need to train these people. Absolutely. That person did not look trained running after this person. I just. He looked like he was, I don't know what he looked like, but the three kids in the back seat. Um, I mean, really, just uh, the only thing I could possibly think of is that the cop thought maybe he had a weapon on his front seat of his car, and that's why he opened the door and was reaching him. in. Tackle exactly. Him. Stun him. Use a taser. They tried. They tried. So uh, that was one of the things they did try <sighs> to do that. Disgusting. I know. Shoot him in the knee. I mean, you know, you don't have to shoot him in the back seven times. Right. I know it's crazy. We're in the upside down. We are in the upside down world. We really are. If anybody's out there who watched Stranger Things, (laughs) there was this thing called the upside down world, and it was just a a world that unlike no other that you could ever imagine in your whole life, and it was called the upside down. I feel like I'm living in the upside down. I really do. Some days it's just crazy. We are. Speaking of which, you know, you know, I'm a really big history buff. Yeah. uh, Real history. You know, I have a lot of books. I could tell by the thousands of books I was going to say in the house. There's only hundreds, but Mm -hmm. uh, you exaggerate. Um, But, uh, you know, we I always respond when when we have like uh, relatives that uh, maybe not is uh blue as we are <laughs> per se um, <laughs> or not blue at all yeah mostly red right and we mean that in a couple <laughs> different ways but uh one of the things that happened last night and you know we we and uh, millions of people aren't watching this but one of the disturbing things that happened last night mm-hmm. during the the rnc mm-hmm. uh was we had a, a navajo a vice president speak on behalf of uh 45 and uh <laughs> I know you haven't heard it, and I think... uh, I haven't heard it. Um, I could not bring myself to listen to just not even a minute of the RNC. I just, I'm I'm not doing that to myself and my psyche. I need to stay peaceful and mindful and healthy, but I, and I can't watch it. And we have to pray for our people and put tobacco out that are, uh, have lost their minds and that are following this person. Um, (laughs) 
it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's, we got COVID. We got that great cloud. We got mm-hmm. the George Floyd, which was just a couple miles away from our studio here. Our house. We have that big hurricane coming into uh-huh. uh, New Orleans. I haven't foot, heard anything foot, about uh, that. Uh, 500,000 people had to evacuate. I heard it's just, and I haven't read anything about it. And I, I think they're getting pummeled right now at this moment. So 20, 20 foot waves. And you know, uh, one of the things too, last night we do a native symposium, as you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, last night's was phenomenal. Uh, yes. And I that'll know. be rebroadcast at AM 950, the progressive voice. Yeah. Minnesota, people on Saturday. should really listen to that. Tell they're them all, what, tell they're them all what really, the title was and yeah. what you guys were talking about. Well, though. this, we, we do a series. We've been doing it since COVID. So we've been on for 20 some weeks. I can't really count that high, but we've been on since COVID and we have people, uh, from, Native Americans from all over Turtle Island, and we have politicians, and we have our standards, Ruth Buffalo from North Dakota, mm-hmm. Red Dawn from South Dakota, House Representative Mary Kunish-Podin from Minnesota, and then we have a plethora of uh, Native leaders across the country that are on the weekly panel, but this mm-hmm. week... And Native American students also. Yes, yeah. uh, and former students, mm-hmm. too. A mm-hmm. good call there. And this week we did the... Uh, we had four women that uh, lived through and are still fighting for their people all these years, but they, it was the, uh, wounded knee, the women of wounded knee in 1973. The wounded knee massacre. Well, the occupation, occupation, occupation. very, very powerful. If anybody could, anybody wants to listen in, it's really, really amazing to listen to these women. And, um, how old is I probably shouldn't say her age. Madonna. Yeah, Madonna. She's eighty. Wow. And I was at Wounded Knee this year, and she's she was amazing. on a horse. <laughs> she's amazing, and she tells such good stories from her heart. And she's—I could just sit there. I'm like, I my eyes have popped open, my mouth is open, and I'm listening to her talk because she's just amazing. Well, you know, we we have a guest here that we we're going to grab real quick here, but Great. first we want to do a couple things. We in uh, it, it's Karen Driver, and she's a director of business development for the Native American Advancement, and we're going to be speaking to her about what she does, and also it looks like she was in the Obama administration, so mm-hmm. we want to talk to her. But first, you know, like I was saying, I like uh, history books and. You know, one of the favorite, you know, there's so many books written about the greasy, greasy grass and Custer and all the, that, that led up to that. But we all, always want to remind our, our, our people and also our white, white allies is that, uh, Custard had native scouts. So what, what, what am I getting at? We're about to listen to, uh, one of Custard's native scouts that spoke at the <laughs> RNC last night. And, and if we could, why don't we take a listen and then, um, and then we're, we're going to go for a break, and then we're going to have this awesome guest, and we're going to talk about this. So, uh, Great. Patrick, if you could play that for us, uh, that would be really awesome. I'm Myron Leiser, the vice president of the Navajo Nation. I give this address from the majestic rock spires of Shiprock, Sebet Ai, or Rock with Wings, as known by our Dene people. It is here as well that many of our ancestral leaders sought to govern and lead a nation within a nation. They sought to lead their people into the promises of a better way of life for their children's children. It is also where they have not been as successful as the rest of America. Our First Nations people, the host people of the land, we are still here. Our Creator placed us here and knew for such a time as this, we would have an opportunity for an appeal to heaven. You see, our people have never been invited into the American dream. We, for years, fought congressional battles with past congressmen and senators that were part of a broken system that ignored us. That is, until President Trump took office. President Trump delivered the largest financial funding package ever to Indian country. The $8 billion in CARES Act funding to Indian country was a great start in alleviating the devastating effects that the COVID-19 pandemic has inflicted on our Indian tribes. The Navajo Nation once led the nation in per capita positive cases because of the health disparities that previous administrations failed to improve. Whenever we meet with President Trump, he has always made it a priority to repair the relationship with our federal family. Recently, President Trump signed the first ever presidential proclamation officially recognizing missing and murdered American Indians and Alaska Natives. He established a task force called Operation Lady Justice to address the problem. The president also provided $273 million to improve public safety and support. Well, did that, that just fade out? 
I, yeah, I guess it faded out. But what he said is uh, really unbelievable. Did that just uh, fade out, uh, Patrick? Yeah, it kind of cut off at the end. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's disappointing because he was on a roll there. <laughs> so what we want to do... Uh, so we have Karen Driver on who is going to kind of comment on what, yeah, we're what was t- just said. Yeah. Wow. So why don't we, why don't we uh, grab a quick commercial break and then go back awesome. uh, and talk to uh, Karen Driver. And uh, we're really excited to have her on. You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party, and we'll be right back after this short break. I'm Candy Braffle, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine and host of Green Tea Conversations, a new show for people who are on a journey to take responsibility for their health and play a more active role in their family's well-being. Join me every Sunday at 10 a.m. as I interview local experts who share the latest in natural holistic approaches in a fun and informative way. So grab a cup of tea and join the conversation as we awaken to natural health. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. Hey, Cudigy to everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Roots Radio, then Pilot's Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon Native Roots Radio Network and help in any way you can. Pinigi, and thank you for your support. Cafe Latte combines a cafe dining experience with gourmet quality food. And right now, Cafe Latte has reopened to indoor dining at 50% capacity. So come check out their pizza and wine bar or get a treat from the bakery made fresh daily. Plus, you can still do online ordering and takeout along with gift cards. Just go to CafeLatte.com and choose from their ever-changing selection of award-winning salads, sandwiches, and soups. Cafe Latte is located off Victoria and Grand and online at CafeLatte.com. You waited and now you save. Zero Resin AM950 are partnering for an end-of-summer carpet cleaning sale. This month you can get three rooms of carpet Zero Res clean for just 119 bucks. Their patented powered water will clean the toughest messes and won't leave behind any of those smelly stains. Plus, keep the air in your home fresh by taking $50 off your air duct cleaning. But you have to mention AM950 when you call to get these big savings. That's 9520-RES or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Welcome back to Pilot's Progressive Party. Hey, welcome back, Wendy. Uh, and again, congratulations. And I want to say uh, thanks to all the Peeny Geeky, to all the people that are on Facebook Live, uh, giving Wendy a shout out. <laughs> That's great. Thank you so much, everyone. I really appreciate it. And then also saying that they couldn't stomach the um, RNC either. Yeah. So that's uh, interesting, too. The recording kind of went a little short. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, the machine couldn't. I think everybody got the gist of what. what... Well, well, some of the things I, what I was going to say is I don't think the recording could handle it either is what I was trying to say, but yeah, uh, it's crazy. So I just want to give a shout out to everyone listening that we do a rock the vote native style at two, 2 PM on Tuesdays. We're doing pilots progressive party today, today at five to six. And then we have native roots radio one to three on Saturdays. And then we do the symposium on AM 950, the native uh, symposium with commercial yeah. free at Sundays at uh, six to eight. And, and uh, Saturdays I get to talk about animals. Can I just say this really, really fast? Absolutely. The Humane Society of the United States of Minnesota is down in the Gulf right now, helping to mm. move animals out of uh, shelters that are in the way and uh, in the way of the storm and bringing them elsewhere. So they're down there working at this moment. Yeah, uh, 
That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's very awesome. So why don't we bring on our guest? Uh, because I'm really excited to talk to her and mm -hmm. really get find out uh, a little bit about her history. What I read yeah. her on her bio sounds really exciting. But mm -hmm. we want to kind of talk a little bit about the RNC. So I want to welcome our guest, Karen Driver. Welcome to Pilots Progressive Party. Bonjour, I mean. Uh, Thank ooh, you for hey. having me, and congratulations, Wendy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Karen. I really appreciate it. Tell our listening audience who you are and what you do. So I am currently working uh, remotely for the University of Arizona. Um, prior to COVID, um, we were working on developing a school of indigenous governance and development. So a resource for tribes, um, leaders, and people who want to grow their capacity to do nation building um, for our tribal communities. Um, prior to that, um, I was with the Obama administration. I was the special assistant to the president for Native American Affairs um, for about the last 15 months. So I was there buttoning up the end of the president's policy um, agenda. Um, but prior to that, I served as chairwoman of the Fond du Lac Band um, in northern Minnesota for nearly nine oh, years. Wow. So I have tribal um, government experience, federal government experience, um, and now we're hoping to uh, increase our academic offerings for people who are interested in tribal government. Wow. I want to talk more about that in a few minutes, that's, but... That's quite the resume that you have, quite the resume. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I want to uh, uh, talk to you about your resume and, and, and Obama and things like that in a little bit, but let's talk a little bit about last night in the RNC, and uh, we we were able to play a little bit of it, uh, and I was taking notes because, uh, you know, I just, uh, the MMIW thing and uh, uh, all this late money sent to our tribes that uh, they were applauding, uh, what was your take last night? Um, it was a little bit more of lies and, and you know, just kind of stretching the truth a bit. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is the Trump administration didn't want to send any money to Indian country in the CARES Act. Um, Congress inserted that language. They saw how hard we were getting hit. They understood the treaty and trust responsibility to tribes. So that money came about from congressional action. And then even after it was appropriated, um, you know, the Navajo Nation, include, along with other tribes, had to sue them to actually distribute the money. Um, you know, so, you know, I'm not going to give them any credit there. They were, their hand was forced through litigation and through the acts of Congress, you know, and talking about Operation Lady Justice, tribes have not been fully um, involved in that. It is all administration folks that are involved in it. Um, tribes are able to participate through webinars, and we all are aware of the lack of broadband and technological capacity in Indian country. So there's been, they've given them three minutes each to speak. Now, I don't know about you, but, you know, there's a lot of tribal leaders that have more than three minutes worth of things to say about yeah. missing and murdered indigenous women and the policies that contribute to it. So um, is it better than nothing? You know, it remains to be seen. They haven't done anything legislatively or policy-wise out of it. They're still in listening mode. Um, you know, so I think it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors of saying, you know, having events does not equal policy. Mm -hmm. Wow, really well said. And I know they were trying to delist uh, uh, one of the original tribes uh, just a while yeah, the, ago. The Wampanoags, yeah. They, and then they took their land out of trust, which is the first time we've seen that since the termination era. Um, so that does not bode well um, for moving land into trust. Well, and remember the second day of uh, this administration, what they reversed Obama's bill and uh, uh, the uh, no dapple. I mean, Wendy and I did some camping uh, in North Dakota for uh, no access uh, pipelines, and uh, the second day of this administration uh, changed that. And those are really hard fought by a lot of good tribal leaders, advocates, environmentalists. I mean, it was such a broad coalition speaking with one voice, and they were listened to. And, you know, that is par for the course with this administration prioritizing money um, and cronyism um, rather than good public policy and, and then, God forbid, saving planet Earth. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, we're always into solutions and uh, we have a vast audience uh, through the airwaves and also Facebook Live and, uh, and iTunes and all those other platforms. What's a good suggestion? Uh, because we want to rock the vote. I want to bring three people each day that have never been registered uh, to vote. And we, need, we outnumber these people. And we just have to remember that. What, what do you suggest that we do? Well, um, if you um, don't want to go to the polls, um, request your ballot now. Um, people are suggesting that you hand deliver them. Here in Minnesota, you can bring other people's ballots with you. I believe it's up to three. Um, so if people have um, you know, access issues, transportation issues, you can help them out by delivering their ballot. Um, tell your families to vote. This is such a pivotal election. I've been telling folks that, you know, we kind of say this every time, but this is really an existential threat on so many levels. I mean, you take the pandemic, you take climate change, um, and those are things that are really, you know, larger than Indian country, right? Um, that this is about humanity. Um, then you dive into federal Indian policy, and, you know, I really worry about a termination era. I worry about erosions of tribal sovereignty and self-determination. Um, you know, the, what they've done to the monuments and oil and gas leasing. And, you know, they only took Pebble Mine off the table because Junior said something about it, right? Um, mm -hmm. He didn't listen to all of those environmentalists and tribes who said that um, Pebble Mine up in Alaska was a bad idea. You know, so um, he isn't governing for the masses. So vote. Um, make sure your families vote, your friends vote, um, and act like your life depends on it. Exactly. Minnesota has a fairly robust um, Native American outreach program. Um, Rachel Banks-Kupcho um, is helping. She's doing roundtables. She's doing get-out-the-vote efforts. So if you want to learn more, um, reach out to her um, at the DSL. She ha has trainings, and she'll help you out. Yeah, she's awesome. We know her with uh, Peggy Flanagan's can candidacy. Uh, so, yeah, we do. What do, you, what do you say to somebody that... Uh, either a young person or, a, or an elder that's never voted before, what do you say to them when they say, my vote doesn't count? Or Because I see a, a lot of Russian vote kind of uh, stuff going on Facebook where people are upset that uh, we have Biden and not Bernie and things like that. What do you say to somebody uh, like that? You know, I saw a good thing on social media that says um, electing a candidate is not like a marriage. Um you know, you're you're not in this for, you know, 50 years, you know, and and who can even find a spouse that they end up being perfectly happy with right. over time, right? Relationships matter. Exactly. And Joe Biden is about relationships, and he's about listening, and he has those qualities that foster good relationships. Um, you know, wait, reaching back a little bit, Al Franken really credits the Native vote for his election in that really close race because at that time all of the tribes were really rocking the get-out-the-vote efforts, and, and we showed up. And, in fact, um, the county here around Fond du Lac actually said that um, all of the new Native voters actually had some impact on some of the down-ballot races. Um, so Native vote matters. Um, in this day and age when there are so many efforts being put into keeping us from voting, whether it's the U.S. Postal Service, whether it's the long-term game of the RNC around gerrymandering, um, you know, those things only change if you show up. Exactly. And, and, I agree. and while we're at it, I'm going to put yeah. in a plug for census, too, because that's going to have an impact in the future on, on redistricting um, as well as funding. So if you haven't done your census, Native folks, get that done, too. Yeah, and it's important. And, I, you know, it, it's really fun for me uh, uh, to look back at the censuses prior to and, and see my gaga, my grandma, and my uh, great-grandfather and my great-great-grandfather on those census. Um, and it's it's a tradition, and I, I don't know where that's kind of gotten, you know, afraid of the government kind of thing, but it's been a tradition. It's just beautiful for me to go all the way back uh, just to the 1860s to see, to see my lineage uh, on these censuses. 
Yeah, and it makes a big difference in terms of funding distributions and formulas, um, like I said, voting districts, et cetera. But, you know, back to the this election, um, we have a chance to fix what the administration's trying to do with the early ending of the census by getting in an administration who knows that the census is an essential part of governing and and leads to better decision making and representative government. Um, so one of the policy initiatives I know that there people are pushing with with Biden and Harris is to extend the census response time. So we're making sure we're doing it right, given the pandemic has had an effect on people's return of their census. Right. And, I, you know, back to what you were saying about it not being in a marriage, um, I heard a really great story about uh, uh, taking a bus. Uh, have you heard that story where if uh, voting's like taking a bus? It might not take you exactly where you want to go, but it'll get you close. And we want to, as opposed to not getting on the bus at all, you know, and that's the shortened version of it. But that's what it reminded me Perfect. when you were talking about that. Uh it's it, we have to get close and what what this administration has done to well everything i mean the people that they have in the office i i know biden and uh will have a lot better people working for him than what's happening right now i mean i'm an educator too and i got somebody that's a heir of amway running education <laughs> yeah you know and there was great representation um in the Obama administration and, and Biden Harris team has um, pledged to um, make permanent the White House Council um, on Native American Affairs, which is cabinet secretaries all sitting together and coordinating and aligning policy um, and removing barriers and silos across the federal government um, of having advisors um, like I was right in the White House, but also looking you know, at diversity and that we should be represented in the federal government and key posts where tribes have equities and, and Native people have equities. Um, but we should also just be represented everywhere um, because we are a part of the population of, of this country and, and they're committed to that diversity, you know. And um, tribal government ends up being different um, because of that treaty and trust responsibility. And so you need the people there constantly raising it, even in a an administration that's supportive you know you work against that invisibility right and so but you Mm -hmm. have to have that seat at that table to keep bringing it up bringing it up bringing it up so i'm i'm very heartened by that because that's how we move forward that's a really good point too and i think uh with uh our governor lieutenant governor our lieutenant governor is really uh guided our governor i think in a good way when it comes to native issues and so we're really proud of of her, and it's also really a, a good reminder we have people, uh, natives up north, running for smaller uh, seats and offices, and we really need to support them. But it's also just the amazing thing of all these uh, Native Americans across Turtle Island stepping up and running for office. I think I heard 22 people all around Turtle Island are running for federal office. It has been so fun to watch. Um, whether it's uh, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, whether it's, uh, you know, Representative Holland or Sharice Davids, they're unapologetically indigenous. Um, they are advocates for Indian country, and but yet they're representing all of their constituents well. But they understand that by virtue of who they are, um, it gives them a unique ability to bring up issues that are are usually unheard, and 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 they use it. Um, they use that voice, and it's making a difference and keeping us visible. And from there, you can launch forward and start to make those differences. Wow! So, I got a quick question. Uh, kind of change the subject. How is it working? How how often did you get to see Obama? Because <laughs> you know we loved Obama over here, and uh, it's just like you know I feel like oh wow you know tell us a I little bit Obama, what you know too. about Obama. I loved Obama, so you know I you know I would see him. Um, so I worked through the Domestic Policy Council, um, and I mo- worked mostly with. Um, the agencies, um, upon occasion, there would be policy issues, and so you would do, you know, a pre- presidential memorandum, which ended up being a really big deal, which would go in his briefing book um, and things like that. So, um, you know, luckily, coming in at the end, there was a couple big lifts, last uh, updates to the Indian Child Welfare Act, 
um, which hadn't been done since the 70s. And, you know, that was a little bit of a lift. And, you know, so you you use your um, kind of internal position sparingly. In other words, you you get what you can get done, um, and you don't call on the president to back you up unless it's something worth going to the mat for, you know. Um, and so, um, but luckily he was supportive, you know. Um, I didn't really need to convince him of too much. You do end up being a, an educator internal to these systems, right, um, you know, with my colleagues and things like that of, you know, talking about, you know, why Why are we doing this? Well, tribal sovereignty, we've used these systems of government, you know, as a part of cultural genocide, you know, and, and you're, you're, you're constantly having to, like you said, you're a student of history, of giving those history lessons of why this policy is important now. So, But he was a great ally, and I, I do need to talk for Joe Biden as well um, and his yeah. work on the Violence Against Women Act. Um, I worked with his office. Um, he had a Violence Against Women Act office as a part of um, the office of the vice president, and he was just a stalwart ally, um, whether it was around jurisdictional issues, trans-border issues of indigenous women and trafficking. Um, he, His staff really took the lead in getting um, the cabinet secretaries from um, Interior in the U.S., um, Canada, and Mexico together to talk about indigenous women and trans-border issues and safety. So um, he gets it. He gets mm-hmm. the unique challenges of um, safety for women in Indian country um, and is supportive of anything that tribes can do to assert their jurisdiction um, and change the policies that, that make them vulnerable. Yeah, you know, that's a good point, and I really, my ears perked up, too. Uh, it's really important to have somebody in federal government uh, support us in ICWA and all these Native issues, uh, and we do need to um, not be just, uh, you know, a toy for the, the White House, but also an advocate like you were and uh, so many are with our brothers and sisters in the blue team. Right, and, you know, the White House, um, you know, obviously it's the executive branch. They can do things by policy. Um, when they can work well with Congress um, and pass laws um, or, or weigh in on potential laws and have them be tweaked, you know, um, and things like that. So, you know, voting in this election is going to matter, and it's going to matter for a long time. And we saw how quickly a lot of this work was undone. Um, it was really kind of unprecedented mm-hmm. at, with no regard for, you know, president and rule of precedent and rule of law and what right. good governance generally looks like, right? So this administration is going to have a big job um, to do mm-hmm. to put all of those things back um, together again. So, yep, vote, vote, folks. Wow. You know, I, I know you're very busy, and I we really appreciate you being on, and we'd love to have you on our other shows, or maybe if you can stop in at the Native Symposium some night and uh, and uh, come in and say hi to everybody Uh we really are trying to build power here, and I know uh, it's been really good to have you on this show uh, today. I really appreciate you being on our show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, and I'd be delighted to participate in the future. And um, I don't think it'll be before Wendy leaves, but um, given COVID, but perhaps in the future. Thank you right. so much. Thank you. Yeah, Pinigi, thank you for being on. That was Karen Driver, Director uh, of Business Development for the Native American Advancement, and it was just a great uh, talking to her, Wendy. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that's been, you know, with the White House right. and, and really knows. And uh, can, can confirm that uh, the RNC was not telling the truth. Right, so. exactly. What? Well, we appreciate, uh, you know, guests like that make mm-hmm. our show and – you know, so why don't we take a short break and uh, talk about a few other things? You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party here on AM 950, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota. The Electric Fetus is now open Tuesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. There are limits to the number of people allowed in the store, and masks are required. Web and phone orders are available for curbside pickup. The Electric Fetus is buying used vinyl and DVDs and some CDs. 
Stop in or email info at electricfetus.com. Visit electricfetus.com for all the latest info and to shop for music, gift department merchandise, and gift cards. 2000 4th Avenue South in Minneapolis. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. With the recent round of storms that came through the Twin Cities, some of you may have sustained damage to your roofing, siding, or windows. Call Snap Construction, the company we trust, to see if you sustained damage. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, and window company in the metro. Ryan, how are you able to help people that may have had damage from these storms? Well, Chad, with experience, we've helped thousands of Minnesotans with their storm damage claims. If you suspect your home has damage or was denied in the past, give us a call for your free inspection. It can take up to a year for hail and wind damage to reveal itself. The insurance process can be complicated. We make it easy. We use the same costing software that all insurance companies rely on. As always, we stand behind our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. Don't wait. Call us for your free estimate or inspection today. 612-333-SNAP. 612-333-SNAP. Is it time to downsize but don't know where to start? Give the House Geeks with Bricks Real Estate a call. We are experienced in making this process as smooth and as easy as possible. Whether it is with pricing your home or assistance in finding movers or any other professionals that you might need to help get your home ready, we are here for you. Take the worry away and give us a call today at 651-303-0019. Again, that is 651-303-0019 or online anytime at housegeeks.com. Hey, I'm 950 Weather. I'm Patrick Lilia. Partly cloudy overnight with a low of 69, then sunny on Thursday and a little cooler with a high of 84. Alicia Luther-Toms with RBC Wealth Management is part of an all-woman financial advisor team with combined experience of over 40 years. She can help you come up with an investment strategy that matches your values. Get started today by calling 612-770-4460 or emailing alicia.luther.toms at rbc.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSC FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to Pilot's Progressive Party. You know, I always like to say welcome back, Wendy. <laughs> Thank and, you. And congratulations, you know. Um, geez, this is going to be great. I'm going to see a lot more of you. You know, every day when I, when I do work, because I'm still working, and I'm, you know, cleaning stuff up, I'm sending last minute emails, I'm getting stuff done, I'm sending out letters, it's making it more real and real and real every day. So yeah, well, you deserve it. Thank you. You don't I, totally deserve it. I appreciate that. And I expect dinner every day. <laughs> Whoops. Just tried to swing that in there. It didn't work out. So, you know, wasn't that a great guest? Oh, uh, my gosh. I mean, Ruth, our show. Uh, Karen was uh fantastic and it, so uh, knowledgeable so thank you right and you know and she's uh, i i appreciate that and the things that this this person again you know got to tell all our uh, our white uh, uh, relatives out there that hey even custard had scouts so when mm-hmm. you see native americans speaking up uh for uh things that are possibly against us um just remember that yeah Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, why else is this election important? The election is important in so many ways. And one thing that I just thought of is that, you know, you might not be crazy about Joe. You might not be crazy about uh, Kamala. And you might not feel that, you know, they're not your cup of tea and you don't care that it's not a marriage or it's, you're not driving the bus. But what, what we can think of is that, okay, I don't really care so much for Joe and, and Kamala, but I do care about who will get the Supreme Court justice seat once Ruth Bader Ginsburg leaves. So that's what you're voting for. If, if you yeah. don't want to vote the other way, think of it that way. 
And if that's something that you care about, that's what you will be voting. And I'm sure Ruth, I mean, I just Googled, she's 87 years old. Mm hmm. And she does a wonderful job, and I'm sure she loves her job, but she might also want to retire, but she's not going to do it because she cares so much about the Supreme Court and what it stands for and what it can do. Um, and if she does retire right now, you know what would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 45 and his administration would put another Republican in there. The and, Senate would jump right on that because – Oh, my gosh. They, they would get that done in, a, in five minutes. So – Hey, if anybody wants to uh, wish uh, Wendy a happy retirement, (laughs) uh, 952-946-6205, that's (laughs) 952-946-6205, to call in and ask her what she's going to be doing, um, because I have a few ideas of what she's going to be doing, and uh, it doesn't have anything to do with her making me dinner every night, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Gary, if you're listening, we'd love to hear from you, obviously. Yeah, we miss. We want to hear from Gary if he's out there. Yeah, Gary. Gary's a celebrity. He is a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do love to cook, I I really do. I like I enjoy being in the kitchen and I enjoy cooking. So you might get more dinners. That's that's all. Well, if we can vote, we can deal with more with treaties because mm-hmm. treaties is a supreme law for both uh, Native Americans and uh, our white relatives. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really uh, need to. Uh, speak more about that there's treaties 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 uh you know and the gerrymanding going on and um just it's just we need to uh, well do the census and i feel like we're kind of a commercial but uh we really do need to do the census um to be counted well today at, at my work meeting we're we're supposed to ask when we're speaking to patients on the phone of course we're not ever supposed to talk about our political affiliation mm-hmm. but they do want us to ask them if they if every if are you are you registered to vote and if not to send them a link uh so uh we're even you know no matter who you are if you're native american white or whatever we we can send the uh, yeah. link to the people so that that was really cool that we're starting to do that yeah exactly um and then rock the vote native style we're going to be really uh uh putting the putting the uh, word out there for everybody and you know when i was teaching last year what they said was everyone that was 17 years old last year mm-hmm. that would would that started out in school 17 years old would be old enough to vote and there were, that's 7 million people across wow, the Wow 7 million. So I imagine there's pretty much that same number this year but mm-hmm. uh those 7 million people are going to make a difference if they get out and vote and, and find out, you know, why to do it. Mm-hmm. Um and what what's all involved half of them voting would be uh tremendous. Mm-hmm. Because again, we have to remember as uh as uh you know, um, progressives and liberals, Democrats, people of color, women, mm-hmm. we outnumber them, the Republicans. We just have to get out and vote. Well, the people in the swing states, really, the the, the blue people in the swing states really need to come out and vote. That's right. Florida, Texas. Wisconsin and Minnesota. Wisconsin <laughs> and Minnesota. Oh, my God. I would. I. Yeah. That, I hope the numbers are being counted wrong because I heard uh, that it's pretty split down the middle. And I can see that when you go down in Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah, yeah. And I can see that when you go to places like the Deep North, yeah. uh, even our one of our favorite places to go, Duluth, up that way. There's mm-hmm. a lot of supporters with... Uh, But, you know, what's positive is when you drive around and we've done a lot of driving since COVID, uh, just you and I, we don't see the Trump signs like we did before. That's true. You know, but you don't see the Biden ones, but you do see people like we believe black lives matter. No human is illegal. Love is love. Women's rights are human rights. Science is real and water is life. That's the sign in front of our house. I just read that. Yeah, we have a few signs in front of our house. We have become the house of signs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the other one, mnvotes.org, we have that one out there. So why don't we take a quick uh, break and then uh, wrap up another great show with uh, another great guest, Wendy. Sounds great. All right. You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party here on AM 950. Sky, pilots. 
Better Futures Minnesota's Reuse Warehouse has big news. We have a brand new online store. Check out reusebfm.com. This is a great way to see what we carry in the Reuse Warehouse. Appliances, building materials, kitchen and bath fixtures, lighting, flooring, lumber, heating and cooling items. Don't miss the beautiful benches and COVID safety shields that are hand-built using reclaimed wood from our deconstruction projects. Check out ReuseBFM.com. That's ReuseBFM, as in Better Futures Minnesota, dot com. With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stellion? Check online to learn that Warner Stellion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stellion sells more brands than anyone else, and our passionate specialists are committed to impressing you so much that you'll refer us to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stellion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy appliances, join over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners and choose the specialists. Warner Stellion. Hey, Cudigate, everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Roots Radio, then Pilot's Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon Native Roots Radio Network and help in any way you can. Pinigi, and thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Alicia Luther-Toms, Certified Financial Planner with RBC Wealth Management. I'm part of an all-woman financial advisor team with combined experience of over 40 years. Whether it's leaving something for your loved ones, enjoying your own retirement, or giving to a favorite charity, we'll help you plan, and there's no better time than right now. This is Alicia Luther-Toms at 612-770-4460 or alicia.luther.toms at rbc.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSC, FINRA, SIPC. Welcome back to Pilot's Progressive Party. Yes, welcome back, Wendy. And uh, Patrick, I never knew you could read that fast. That's crazy. <laughs> Huh? Patrick's not there. Yeah, uh, I'm right here. Yeah, that, that last ad, uh, I didn't know you could read so fast. That was crazy how fast you just read that ad. It's magic. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Never tell my secrets to anyone. I know. I have a little app on my phone that doesn't change the pitch and can go really fast because I, when I play my trumpet with it, I can go slow and it won't change the pitch and go fast. Hey, we have Teresa on uh, who wants to uh, give Wendy a shout out. Welcome to Pilot's Progressive Party, Teresa. Thank you. Thank you. I've listened since Air America began here, and I just love programming, and um, I'm very fond of the programs that you um, provide. That's my dog, Shimmer. <laughs> That's a cool name. Barking. And today, I wish her a great um, retirement. I know it's only the beginning for great things that you will both be doing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate those well wishes. And um, today is National Dog Day, by the by the way. So it was apropos that your dog was was uh, giving a little shout out there. So yeah, yeah, that, he probably feels you, <laughs> feels your energy. <laughs> yeah, I have dog and cat energy and other animals. Well, you're a pet lover, aren't you? Animal lover. Animal lover. Yes, I am. Yes, very yes, much. Yes, nope. Yes. Yeah, well, I appreciate you taking the time and, you know, making the uh, the phone call and getting here on the air. Yeah, Teresa, we're so uh, we're so blessed to be on AM nine fifty and uh, talk about our native issues and 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 yeah. animal issues. Uh, we're just really blessed by the ownership here to be able to 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 do this. So yeah, I and I'm I feel to- very fortunate too because I've learned so much. There's a lot of wisdom in in native um, living. Yeah. So I I thank you for that. Yeah, and thank you for listening, and thank you for uh, calling in. And I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Teresa. That's yeah. awesome. Take care. 
Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. That you. was so nice of her to call. And yeah, it say was. Say happy retirement. So, Wendy, she said bye-bye. What would I say? See you later. Right. Because there's no word for goodbye in native uh, in, language. In it was a hajuoni, a see you later. Well, any native language. Oh, really? Any yeah. name? See, I just If you say goodbye, something. that means that the person's uh, passing on. Wow. And okay. you won't see them until you pass on. I'm getting used to that. And I've been like talking to other people on <laughs> the phone. And then, on I the don't, phone? then I just like, we're finished. So I just <laughs> hang, hang up. up. And yeah. then they think I hung up. I hang up. On, hung up on them. And then they just. We, we learned that from that Uncle I, Curtis. I know. I was like, why so that's funny, but um, hey, I want to give a quick shout out to my uncle in uh, in Arizona listening to us, Carson uh, Carson mm-hmm. West. As uh, I see, he's writing some stuff on Facebook Live. Uh, we always we've had Carson on Native uh, Roots Radio, mm-hmm. and he really uh, really uh, has a lot of knowledge about uh, Native stuff and uh, our family history and. Absolutely. And he can really, he knows a lot and he's very knowledgeable, like you said. So he's really interesting to talk to. Well, you know, we're, we're watching in our home studio. We have a, a a water uh, bird bath right outside our window and And, there's a squirrel in there. And it's so hot. It's so hot out. What do you, we suggest people leaving water out for. Oh, and you know what? I left the hose on from this morning. Oh, how long? (laughs) Just to think of it since. It's making the sage grow. Making the well, sage grow it's really off. High. The thing isn't on, but the hose, you know, it's still on the hose, but the handle thing that you, you know what I'm talking about? Help me <laughs> yeah. out here. Help okay, so here. it's on, but the, fa- or the, the spigot's not. not out, right. Okay, it's so just dripping it's on. That's so, why when I took a shower, it was like, wow, this is, oh, the cat's talking. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, National Dog Day, right? Yeah, National mm-hmm. Dog Day, and it happens every year, once a year. So on Facebook today, I'm seeing pictures of many, many people with their dogs, picked all diff- different kinds. So if you have a dog, uh, do a little something special and have a National Dog Day. So I feel like I know you the best of anybody on this planet right now. And one of the things that really makes you happy is listening to somebody on YouTube. Can you just, uh, in the last minute here, just give a quick shout out? On YouTube? What I like to listen to, Randy Rainbow. So I would want everybody to go on YouTube and look up Randy Rainbow. Um, And that's actually his real name. And he is a comedian. A singer. Singer. And he does parodies. So he'll take um, music from musicals, all different kind of musicals, and he makes these funny little parody uh, videos. So go on YouTube and check out Randy Rainbow. Well, Wendy, again, congratulations. And we really want to say, Peeny Gigi, thank you to Karen Driver for stopping by today. Mm-hmm. What great knowledge and what a, what a great warrior she is. And we are really blessed to have really great guests because mm-hmm. if it was up to me, I'd be drooling <laughs> and you'd say, what's wrong, Robert? Wake exactly. up. And so we have great guests. So you've been listening to Pilots Progressive Party, and then we'll be on Native Roots Radio on Saturday and uh, the symposium. We're signing off. Have a great day.